being an expert on general automotive knowledge, what would the correct ignition timing be on a 1955 Bel Air Chevrolet with a 327 cubic inch engine and a full barrel carburetor? It is a trick question. Watch this. Because Chevy didn't make a 327 in 55. The 327 didn't come out till 62. And it wasn't offered in the Bel Air with a four barrel carb till 64. However, in 1964, the correct ignition timing would be four degrees before top dead center. Get ready for another hour of Drive Radio, brought to you by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Got a question for the experts? Then give them a call, 303-477-5600. Now it's time to pop the hood and get our hands dirty. Drive Radio on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio, KLZ 560, 303-477-5600. the call-in number, but we have three lines full. And we're going to thank you, Bill and Randy, for hanging on. So we'll go right to Bill. How you doing, Bill? Oh, hello. Yes, doing fine. How are you? Good. Thanks for listening. Yes, I have a. I just I have a try a travel trailer weighs about forty six hundred pounds, and I was looking at a tow pickup, and I found this uh, two thousand eighteen Ford F one fifty with the three point five EcoBoost ten speed automatic, and uh, but the thing is, it has a. 3.15 rear axle, is that geared a little too high to be towing a trailer? I don't know. It, you know, it's, I don't know, it depends where you want to go. Um, well, up in the mountains, I suppose. And yeah, but, you know, you, you just downshift, you know, you just put it in third, and right. and usually if you if that towing package on it, doesn't it have a towing package? Well, it has a receiver hitch, and it has a, uh, a brake controller. Okay. Yeah, well... well probably been towing um in the front you know but on your shifter isn't there a thing that says towing on there well i don't know i hadn't purchased it yet oh okay well sometimes they do and that's what the towing package is for because then the transmission automatically knows you're towing or or the you push the button and the computer shift points yeah things like that yeah to handle that so anymore it isn't so much the gearing uh for the truck as much as uh the truck being able to to adjust for towing something. Uh-huh. And it, if it does have the tow package, that would be the proper gearing that they would design for it. They would yeah. change the gearing. That was a 2018? Yeah. It's got a 10-speed automatic. It's got three overdrives. The top three gears are overdrives. Which you probably will never, you probably, you know, when you shift it into tow, it won't shift into those. Yeah. No, probably not. Yeah, probably stay on that. I'm even but wondering if it would pull in the 3.15 one-to-one ratio or not. <laughs> um, according to the, I was just looking these up, they, they actually tow between five to 8,000 pounds. Really, that particular model? Yeah. So, yeah. so that's right in its wheelhouse there. Yeah. So, so I'd be all right to get that, you think, then? It yeah. only, only has 15,000 miles on it. It's right. like brand new, and they want like 25,000, so... That's kind of hard to find right now. Yeah, that sounds like a good deal, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just was concerned that maybe that would be too high a gearing to pull a trailer, but it's not, not that heavy. I mean, it's going to weigh maybe 5,600 loaded, the trailer. Yeah, with all water and everything in there. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. But that would be, uh, that'd be uh, you think that might handle it okay? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Okay. All right. All right. 
All right. Thanks for calling in, and thank you for listening. And with that, we have a line dropping off, so we have a line open, 303-477-5600. Randy from Lyman. How you doing, Randy? Oh, I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm back in Motor City because of a funeral kind of a deal, so... Uh, but before I tell you what I'm doing, it's pretty cool. I wanted a question on some U-joints. Uh, on my back drive shaft, I had the, it's a double in the back and a single up front. Had those replaced. On the front drive shaft that goes from your transfer case up to your yoke or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, that one also had three U-joints in it. But now here's the thing. That one, well, let, let's, I'll say it one at a time. That one there, now that's not working at all until I'm in four-wheel drive. Well, first of all, what what kind of vehicle do you have? The front drive, the front drive shaft, ninety nine Cherokee four zero. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, but I'm saying the the front U joints they're not going to be unless I'm engaged in four wheel drive. They're not spinning. Is that that's correct? No, they're still kind of going, but they're yeah. not. There's no power, but they are they are spinning. Yes. Yeah, they're moving. They oh, are, they they are, are spinning. Moving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just just because well, they're kind of there. Okay. Okay, well, that that kind of follows into my next question because my front axle joints, when I went to grease them, they couldn't couldn't get them in. I guess one side had froze up. And are those moving also when I'm driving, or does that? I mean, and you're you're talking about the U wheels? joints that are on the and there they're, they're not CV joints, correct? On the ninety nine, right? U yeah. joints right yeah. behind the uh, yes, and those those tires. are working too. Yeah, they're they're moving. They're not they're All not right. they're not much power to them, but they are they are right. they're articulating. They're moving as you're turning. Okay. I wanted to make sure because they couldn't get the oil in at the one place, the grease, and another guy in Kansas was real persistent and got it in, and we've got it in, got it in every since. But we're going down to single digits in the wind chill. I figured, you know, it just kind of froze up because they're not really moving. So I wanted to make sure that maybe I ought to get this thing in four-wheel drive more often to keep the keep the, keep the the bones rolling, in other yes. words. Yeah, that grease will get hard. Heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. It is good to lock it in every once in a while. Yeah, so 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 every chance I get. All right. Well, yeah. real quick then before I go, I'll just let you know I never knew about this because I never got into it. But I'm sitting on about 16 inches of ice watching these guys doing their drag races with their snowmobiles out here. Oh, really? Oh, how fun! I, well, out on the out on the river or ice fishers or on the lake? Yeah, it's I think it's Lake Saint Clair or whatever. Okay. Uh you can see you can see Canada across there. Yeah. But I'm not yeah. foolish enough to drive all the way, but yeah. Yeah, they're out there ice fishing, but the main thing is there's about 40, 50 vehicles out here with trailers, and they're all doing their snowmobile drag racing and all, and I just... Oh, how cool. At, at, at one point, it's really cool. On the other point, I'm on pins and needles because, you know, it's not dirt under me, it's water under yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but so. it's... they. Hello? Uh-oh. With trailers. Oh, you, I dropped so you. I should be okay. There. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. You know, anyway, one thing, Randy, yeah, it's, it's a, one thing I'd yeah. recommend, when you go to, in to have a lube job done or have them do those lubes, I would get down underneath right. there and take a rag and wipe off those zerks. Because what happens is... Ah, uh, okay. What happens is people yeah. don't clean off the zerk, and they, they put their them. thing on yeah. there, and they pump that in, and if there's dirt on top yeah. of that zerk, it's going right in, and it'll plug it up. That's oh, why it's shit. very important that they that. do that. There's yeah. also, you could buy these rubber caps that you could put on those, but... 90% of the times. Pardon? I, I didn't know those were something like that was even available. Yeah, there's That's these little rubbers idea. you could really? put on there. And, but oh, yeah, what kind of happens. Like a, kind of like when you put on a, a bleeder. Yeah. A, a brake bleeder. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. what happens is the guy who goes to lube it usually takes those off and doesn't put them back them, yeah. them off. 
back on. So did you did you right. uh, did you see the fire yesterday, or was it yesterday in uh, Oakland at uh, at the golf course there? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that was all over the news and everything. Yeah, that was a big that was a big story. Yeah, that's, yeah, that that and the flooding. Oh. These cars were it flooded and then it iced them up to about the middle of their doors. Really? I mean, they just woke up and they were in a flood prone area. And I mean, there was there were several cars. I mean, you know, maybe six, seven cars that were just up up to the middle of the door. And we had just we just recently in two days got about six, eight inches of snow. That didn't help anything. But yeah. the, the ice is what got it because it's going down to you know twelve degrees, nine degrees without yeah. sand. Uh, yeah. And you're on that water, and I mean, it just yeah, they were. I'm, I'm thinking like when if they, when they change the plugs on my Jeep, they're up top. Yeah. When they changed the Jeeps on my '88 IROC, he he had to go underneath and get them. Oh yeah. So I'm yeah. thinking if they got if they got a Camaro for say out there, <laughs> I didn't specifically look at the cars, but there goes your plugs, and then you probably got water in your differentials. And oh sure. Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, and you're not going to drive out of it because it's ice. It froze overnight. <laughs> you're not even going to drive out of it. No. These cars, these cars well, are frozen screwed. like ice cubes in there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, okay. You guys yeah. have a great weekend and yeah. uh, love Colorado. I'll be back there. Okay. All right. Stay All warm. Right. All, All right. right. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. All right. With that, we got a line open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Let's go to John from Cheyenne. How you doing, John? Hello. Hey, yep. John. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, so, I was. Uh, I um, I have an eighty Chevy K twenty, uh, regular cab, long bed, and it's a plow truck. It doesn't have plates or anything like that because I live in the middle of nowhere, Wyoming. Um, and I slid it in a ditch and yanked the exhaust off. Well, when I got under there, I realized that. If this isn't the original exhaust, it's probably the first replacement. So it's completely shot. I took it off completely, and I took it to the local muffler shop and asked him if he could build me a replacement. And he's having trouble with the Y-pipe coming off of the headers. Okay. Um, so he said he couldn't find it anywhere. He couldn't find any specs or anything, you know, to just... The, right, the curves and the bends and stuff to build one. Um, so I went to the Walker site, mm -hmm. put in the truck, every part except that Y-pipe came up for the part <laughs> number. Really? <laughs> yep. I emailed them, and they said they don't make it anymore. So here's my question. Do you guys have somewhere that I could either search online or get that Y-pipe? I go online, and I look at all these different part sites and they say, yes, we have it. Yes, we have it. And then you put in, they ask you for that exact information on the truck and then they say, oh, this doesn't fit. Really? And uh, yeah. what, what engine's in there? About 400, 6.6 okay. liter. Okay. That is a challenge. And yeah. That so, but even, challenge. even, but the Napa doesn't even make it anymore, huh? I know there's uh, no. a couple of aftermarket, uh, one eight hundred or what is that? Uh, there's a muffler shop that we're muffler stuff we buy. I, I know I have a good relationship with A and A Performance Muffler in, down here in uh, uh, in in Denver, and I, I don't know right. if he could make something. He's kind of one of those guys that could make stuff. He might right. have he might have that kind of an idea. He may have a better idea on that. You right. know, Rick, the, the problem is the local guy in Cheyenne. He's great. He's been around okay. fifty years. The guys I work with, and I'm sixty. They remember him making exhaust for their hot rods 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, back in the day. Sure. And he just says that without the truck, you can't make one up. And I'm just, you know, to get it into town, yes. I, I don't have plates in it, so I'd have to tow it. Oh, I see. And I'd rather not. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd be, it, it's tough. I, that, that's a big ask, you know, without having the car. I understand what he's going through. Um, right. And I brought him the old white pipe. It was still there and just where it came apart. I was able to get it off. Okay. And I brought it to him. He says, no, nah, I can't. I, you know, the bends aren't going to be right if I don't have the truck to test it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, true. I understand. Um, yeah. I, I so understand it, what he's going through. But, you yeah, know, do you ever think it, about this? Did you ever think about just doing, um, getting rid of the Y and just having two separate pipes come out? To the back? Yeah, just have, and you just, know, you just do exhaust on one side bank and then the other side bank and just have them separate. Well, you still want to tie them together, though, at some point. Why? To balance it out. Of course it is a... It's an 80. It's an 80. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's using it for a plow it's truck. Yeah. So. And, it's, and it, it's scary looking, but it starts in room and pushes, you know, that, you know, it pushes good snow with that 400 and three quarter tons. So yeah. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, but uh, it's, so any ideas other than, that's a good idea. I didn't think just make them have them make a straight pipe going back and put a muffler on it towards the back and yeah. mount it up somewhere. Yeah, and you could do it before the wheels or after the wheels. It doesn't really drop. Right. Yeah. And then, quick question. If I run that wide open, other than being loud as all get out, am I going to do any damage? Um, yeah, I, I, would, I don't know if I'd do that. It would be really loud. It would be really loud, and also you get, a lot of, you get some of that cold air up in there, and it could burn valves. Eventually. Yeah, you could burn an exhaust valve is what mm. I would think. So you do want to kind of muffler it. Oh, yeah. No, I was I was just saying until I can get something. If I, I oh, yeah. just to drive it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can go You can go wild. We were just more worried if you drove it a lot, they would burn yeah. it out. No, maybe just a few hours, four or five hours to move some snow. Yeah, I don't know. It, see, that's a long period of time to be driving it. Yeah. Um, the other thing I'm worried about too for you is, you know, I know it, it probably doesn't, but you can you can die too because you can get, you know, carbon dioxide poisoning with that exhaust. Right, right. I, so. And yeah, no, I'd have all four windows open. And everything. Okay. But you know that that's the first thing. Yeah, because when the exhaust came off to get it back to the house, I ran it with. Uh, you know, no exhaust, just the white pipe on it. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I had all the windows open. Yeah. And I could still smell the exhaust. It's, so. it's the mom and me, I guess. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I understand. I, no, I'd, be no, concerned. I'd be concerned. I'd be concerned if you were going to be driving that um, more than two hours. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think you would burn a valve with it Ooh, wide open. Okay. Or, you know, okay. maybe run it for an hour and let it sit for a while and yeah. cool down and then maybe do it. But Yeah. But I'd I'd okay. considered going the other way and getting rid of the Y pipe than just doing a straight straight. Yeah. Just doing two straight pipes coming yeah. back. Yeah. Putting a muffler on it and yep. calling it good. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good right. day. You All too. Right. All right, John. Uh, no, Don from Littleton. If you can hang on, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll get right to you. Geno's Auto Service in Littleton is your go-to shop for all your car care and vehicle maintenance needs. For over 38 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. 
Take advantage of savings on all of Geno's premium Napa Auto batteries. Stop in for a free battery check. The team at Geno's are big believers in catching problems before they start. Take advantage of their free multi-point inspection. They'll evaluate your vehicle, looking at your fluid levels, belts, hoses, and filters. And remember, any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with the Napa Peace of Mind Warranty, covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. They're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon in Littleton. Take advantage of Geno's free battery check this month. Stop in or visit them online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance Oil Change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage and something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. Do you know what to do in a traffic stop? Kevin Flesh would like to give you a few tips to help keep you and your passengers safe. If you are being pulled over for a traffic violation, slow down and put on your hazards, find a well-lit location that is out of the lane of traffic, keep your hands on the wheel where the officer can see them, and be polite. Don't say anything and don't give any information that is asked. If you feel it's necessary, record the traffic stop, and then if you need any legal help, call Kevin Flesh at Flesh Law Firm. Kevin is our legal eagle and is an expert in traffic altercations and accidents. So put this number into your phone, 303-806-8886. You can also find Kevin online at fleshlawfirm.com. Kevin Flesh, Flesh Law Firm, and proud sponsor of Drive Radio. Napa a Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Fix It or Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Call in number 303-477-5600. We have a couple lines open. Give us a call, and we'll go right to Don from Littleton. How you doing, Don? Hey, hi, Dennis. Hi, Steve. Nice to talk with you guys. Hey, good to hear your voice, Don. Hi, Don. Yeah, nice to talk with you. Hey, I had a couple of comments about that fellow that has the new uh, generator, Generac generator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, about the break-in oil? Yeah, yeah. A couple of things came to mind when I was listening to him. That thing was an expensive machine, no doubt, and he wants to. He sounds like he wants to do the right thing by it. If he had any questions about the kind of oil that he was supposed to use in it, first thing I'd do is call Generac up. I yeah. mean, they're a yeah. good company, and they will flat tell you, this is the oil we want used. That's oh, great. Yeah, and it should be in his instructions and his well, booklet, too. It should be, too, but if he has any questions, if, if his installer says, oh, do this or do that, I would double-check that. I would call Generac and, and say, what do, we, what do I have to do here? That's great, yeah. 
because there's a warranty on that, and he wants to maintain that warranty. You know, right? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good stuff, Don. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Interac will have a, a 800 number, or they'll have a, a email address, and he can write that, send that question in, and and get the straight skinny, and and then he knows exactly what he's got to do. Right. Oh, that's it, great. Yeah. yeah. As far as break-in oil, when I put together my Jeep engine here recently, I went to uh, I got a break-in oil from Driven Racing Oil. It's uh, uh, drivenracingoil.com, and it's a conventional 5W30 break-in mm-hmm. motor oil, and it's made just for putting together new engines. And if I, I think I got this stuff from uh, Speedway Motors, but I bought it over, over Amazon, so, you know, it's not hard to get this stuff. Yeah, and, and break-in oil basically is just trying to make sure that the parts all match together and, and that they, they're mated fully. You yeah, know, right. and then and then it cleans that stuff out too because you'll get some, uh, you'll get a little bit of metal sometimes, and it cleans that stuff out too. Sure, so. it's got a little extra ZDDP. Yeah, and break-in additives in it to yep. to make things mate together and work together well. And right, I was I was pleased with it. I guess I don't know the engine still runs, Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have a remote this summer and you'll have to bring it out yes are you you working are you driving driving yet well (laughs) (laughs) that's a bad question sorry (laughs) yeah that kind of puts me on the spot this thing is probably my life's work so i all right i I got the engine and drivetrain done the chassis finished steering brakes all of that good stuff and i'm now i'm working on the body and i'm just finishing i bought a couple of seats for it and i'm finishing the frames to mount the seats in the oh good but it's got a ton of body work, and I—that's my next step. So. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, but you could still drive it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Once you get those seats mounted, you can drive it. We there can see the work in progress. <laughs> I, I would be embarrassed to drive it. I'd, I'd lower the property values in the neighborhood. Oh. <laughs> but sometimes I like to see things in pro- progress, though. Yeah, you well, like to see I, how I it's coming that. along. Yeah, maybe I'll have to do that. I—I I don't know. I—it's uh, <laughs> it, one step at a time, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Right. The best thing to do on a project like this is not to have a definite endpoint because that drives you nuts. Right. I just do one problem. When that problem's finished, then I go on to the next good. problem. Good for you. That yeah. is the right way to do that. Yeah, I yeah, like that. yeah. Always a pr- privilege to talk with you guys. Oh, no, no, thank you. Love having you talk to us, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks an awful lot, Dennis. Thanks, right. Steve. Appreciate it. All right. Take Bye-bye. care. I love talking to Don. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go to Sage from Cheyenne. How you doing, Sage? Hey, doing good. How are you guys this morning? Good. Hey, I got a couple uh, suggestions for the guy with the Generac generator. I used to be a Generac dealer. Oh, okay, uh, cool. So 24 hours is all he wants to go on the break-in oil, uh, regardless. And it wouldn't hurt to have uh, an extra maintenance kit, and Generac sells those. Well, not they don't sell directly to the consumer, but you can go to like a third-party website with your model number of the generator and get an oil filter and a kit and stuff and uh, have one on hand and have some extra oil on hand um, and kind of know how to check and change your own oil on those. Because um, mm-hmm. if you do have a prolonged outage from a hurricane or a weather event, um, you do want to be able to change that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is on those, he also wants to run the generator at load probably once a month at about 80% capacity 
uh, because those have a tendency to get milky oil from condensation. He oh, kind of sure. lives in the land of yeah. He lives in the land of humidity, yeah. and they sometimes those uh, dealers will set the generator at a low speed exercise. So it, it's a quiet. It's called like a quiet exercise. So it's not running at you know the full thirty six hundred RPM. Oh, I see. Um, you want to run that at a full capacity. You want to run that. You want to run it at a at a full. Um, exercise for the 20 minutes per week uh there again so it gets hot enough and it you know you don't get that you know milky oil um generac likes to void warranties for just about anything so <laughs> yeah um so yeah keep it at uh the 3600 rpm uh weekly exercise run it at load uh so simulate like a power outage go out there sure Sure. Uh, turn off the power, um, run an air conditioner, do whatever, keep it at about 80%, um, you know, for 20 or 30 minutes a month, you know, really? just uh, that often. Huh? Yeah. And then yeah. when, you know, he was talking about going to a full synthetic oil, what, is that what you, you'd recommend him do too? When he, when he does do, get that breaking uh, out? Yeah. You know, his dealer should know more about that, but okay. uh, Generac <laughs> actually sells their own 5W30 oil. Oh, really? They actually have a Generac branded oil as well. That yeah, I, I would do that just to save your, your backside on that yeah. one. Right. And all the maintenance that he does, he probably should have his uh, dealer do uh, because the Generac, unlike like a Kohler or a Cummins, you still have to do a manual valve adjustment on those. Oh, really? Mm. Yeah. And it, it, I, now he uh, said it was a, was it a two cycle? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. A two yeah. cycle? Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're a stout little air-cooled engine and stuff. Oh, now, yeah, I prefer no. the liquid-cooled like in Colorado just for our altitude and for um, just the lifting capacity of an air conditioner or whatever. So he's he's not wrong on those four-cylinder Fords. Those went forever on those. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they still put a V6 or a V8 uh, Chevy in, in their, some of their liquid-cooleds uh, okay. now. So, um, but that's, uh, and, and so does Generac, but Generac, I think, manufactures their own liquid-cooled engine. Um, but those, those are the, the tips I can give them on those, and just de- definitely keep a close eye on your oil usage. You know, those do like to burn through some oil. Really? You know? um, yeah. This is some great stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you called. <laughs> yeah, that is great. Um, yeah, I, I mean, if he has any questions, I guess, I hope he's still listening. So that, Yeah, uh, he usually is, um, so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hope he is. Yeah, do you have? Any, I mean, do you have any questions for me on the, on those? Before? No, I think I, I was surprised about the manual valve adjust. No, there's some stuff that we didn't even know. Yeah. So. Yeah, okay. I'd like to know the KW rating that he got on those. But uh, one question for you guys is: I want to put like a ranch hand bumper on my uh, 21 Super Duty. Um, I want to kind of get the rake out of the front end as well. Would you uh, put uh, springs on it, or just do a two and a half inch level? Oh, with that, you know, you're putting that bigger bumper. I, yeah. I think I would. You, I think I bump it up. I do the two, the lift. Yeah. I kind of like the yeah. lift on that. Will that make the factory wheels and tires look too small? It might. Yeah. <laughs> it might. That's the that's the only other side with that. But uh, yeah, it might look a little tires on it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's kind of like a Pandora's box. You open up this, and then you're doing wheels, and then you're yeah. Doing, <laughs> But, uh, or just keep the 18s on and put 35s on 18s, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. You know, I've seen some people do that, like, on the uh, Instagram, you know? Right. Uh, on the Instagram pictures and stuff. Um, so, no, that was uh, that was the feedback I have on the generator. Um, awesome. I hope that helps. Um, but yeah. biggest thing, run it under load, get it hot, 
keep it on a, on the full speed exercise and keep an eye on your dealer. Okay. All right. Very good. Thank All you right. very much. Thanks. Have a good day. All right. Thanks. With that, Brad and Tim, if you guys can hang on, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. Hello, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with Ken's and Leslie Distributing, your local BG Products distributor. Back again this week with your BG Tech Tip. This week, we're going to talk about one of the most expensive components in your whole car, the transmission. Specifically, the transmission fluid. You see, according to the Automatic Transmission Rebuilders Association, or ATRA, the number one cause for transmission failure is fluid failure. And the number one cause for fluid failure is heat. You see, most transmission fluids can last as long as 100,000 miles as long as the fluid stays at or below 180 degrees. According to ATRA, for every 20 degree increase in the operating temperature of that fluid, the life of the fluid is halved. That means conditions like stop and go traffic or mountain driving or the terrible Colorado weekend combination of both can quickly lead to a severe degradation of transmission fluid, thusly significantly reducing the protection needed to keep that expensive component trouble-free and fun to drive. So, what should you do? At BG, we recommend replacing any fluid prior to the point of failure. In our experience, replacing the transmission fluid every 30,000 miles and treating the new fluid with an antioxidant conditioner will protect your car for life. Thanks again, Drive Radio listeners. This is Chris Hammond with BG Products. We'll talk to you again next week. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio as the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC, electrical, and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high-efficiency American Standard Furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You might be misinformed about your home insurance policy, and while you're making the claim, is not the time to find out. Paul Lewinberger knows this and will educate you about the types of home insurance so you can make the right choices. There are three different kinds of home insurance. Structural home insurance covering the outside, 
liability insurance for if someone gets hurt on your property, and contents insurance for possessions inside the home. Paul knows that the insurance money received after a big loss is often not enough for total loss replacement. In fact, with other companies, there is no such thing as total loss replacement. That's unique to Paul. Make sure your coverage matches your premium. Otherwise, you can't have the peace of mind that you should have with insurance. Work with someone who will make sure you have the right policy. Call Paul Lewinberger at 303-662-0789 to learn about getting coverage that gives you peace of mind. Get reconnected to your food at ranchfreshmeats.com. Many online and retail stores sell ground beef made from imported frozen beef trimmings. They thaw the beef trimmings overnight, ground the beef twice, and package it with labels that say product of the USA. This is a deceptive practice, but it is allowed under current U.S. labeling laws. The ground beef options at ranchfreshmeats.com are all sourced from small family-owned companies right here in the United States. The processing plants they source from are all USDA inspected, had third-party inspections for food safety and quality, and have state-of-the-art packaging systems. RanchFreshMeats.com sells Wagyu ground chuck from Morgan Ranch, organic beef sourced from domestic grass-fed beef cattle, and Barber's Farms ground beef made in Colorado from Colorado beef. Remove the mystery of where your meat comes from at RanchFreshMeats.com. For the rest of February, all orders over $100 will include a free package of Barber's Farms Colorado-made ground beef and a package of Beeler's award-winning nitrate-free bacon. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560. I just want to make a couple comments. We had this rep call. Well, we had Joe call in about braking oil on a Generac, and then we have the rep call in. So former, that, former rep, but anyway. Former rep, yeah. But, but and, awesome to learn. Yeah, well, because we have people that are listening to this show that are not just ordinary people. <laughs> They're yeah. professionals. Yeah. And uh, that's just how far our show reaches. We're in, all the way to New Jersey, and we've had people call in from Detroit. Detroit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, Wyoming. Wyoming, Montana. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. And, and, you know, that's what's really neat about this. If we don't have the answer, sometimes people call in and they do have the answer. So with that, let's just go ahead and go to Tim from Longmont. You got a question about a catalytic converter? Yes, this is kind of an unusual question. Uh, We're going to be flying out of DIA, and Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to stay at a hotel down there the night before because we have to leave real early. And... I understand they've been having some problems with catalytic converter theft down in that Aurora area. Yeah. Oh, everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. Uh, I don't want to take our 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee down there for that reason. Okay. And I've got a 97 Jeep Grand Cherokee that I thought I might take down because it does have four-wheel drive. We're going to be gone for an extended period of time, so I don't know what the weather's going to be like coming back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if you had any suggestions about uh, um, the best thing I could do to, to try to avoid any issues with that. They, uh, it is a, a lot at the hotel, but it's not a secured lot. Sure, sure. Um, well, the, I guess I would talk to the hotel, too, and ask them if they've had any issues, just just out of curiosity. And then I would, uh, they, I, if it was me, I would take the 97, just because okay. it's well, going to be I, out there I and did. it's going to get hailed on rained on and snowed on i'd rather have my yeah. oh, or take a, an uber yeah, yeah. take an uber 
from Longmont, well, I, I don't know what that would cost, but yeah. Well, I thought about that, but these uh, are just. We're going to be coming back from Florida and with flight changes and everything. Yeah, yeah you just yeah. Oh, you just no, never know. I'm not a I'm not an Uber guy myself. So, <laughs> but it is that is a possibility. Um, you know what we've been doing at the shop is we've been marking them with uh, AAA provides us with these stickers that we put on that helps to track it if it gets stolen. Really, right? I've, I've heard of that. You know, I mean, it, it, hopefully they see the sticker and we put it on the window and stuff, and it, it deters them. But I, as far as uh, Stopping them. I don't know if it stops them, but it at least and if it does get stolen, then we do report it uh, to a database, so they can't sell it if that sticker's still on oh. there. But it doesn't mean they can't grind that sticker off and do whatever they wanted, you know. Right. But, um, and but they, then they, that's right. work. Yeah. You know, they sometimes they don't want to do that extra yeah. work. And I'm trying to think where the yeah. where where the catalytic converter is on that car. It's pretty accessible. Um, that's the downside. Well, that's Anytime you have a four wheel drive. You know, it's easy for yeah. them. They slide right under and well, they get it. Well, the other option I had, I've got an old 2005 Ford Windstar, and that's a trail low to the ground. Yeah. So it'd be harder for them to get to it. But yeah. there again, if we had a lot of snow coming back, yeah. uh, I don't have winter tires on that. Sure. Um, so. Yeah, the Windstar would probably be the best because it's going to, you know, whatever is difficult. You know, and at my yeah. shop, we've lost a couple, three, and it's all been on mostly been on four-wheel drives something they can yeah. get underneath uh, that has some clearance um, yeah is, is this josh i know this is steve i'm with genos in uh, in littleton oh, okay okay I, I thought it i thought i heard josh okay from legacy <laughs> yeah. on your radio uh, he uh, was a couple weeks ago yeah but, um, oh okay okay because i deal i deal with him so maybe i could and then by his place at least get the sticker and, and the decal sure yeah Sure. Um, and then the other the thing, uh, of course, you can always have a cage built on around it. And that's the the thing that that's the biggest deterrent. But I, I'm not a fan of right. that either. It just well, this is just kind of a one time deal. Yeah. I don't think that those vehicles are worth putting that much into them to right uh, to save that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's it, it is yeah. a, it is a frustrating deal, and it, it does seem yeah. like it goes in waves. Yeah. Um, you know, like. In, in our neighborhood, in our uh, in where my shop is in Littleton, it, they kind of went through just the last week or two, and they got a bunch, and then okay. now they'll be gone for a month or two, and then they'll come back through. So it, it does feel like it comes in waves. You know, it's yeah. cyclical. Well, I guess I could hope for really bad weather the whole time yeah. I'm gone. Yeah, oh, we, we, we love the snow part because you know they're not going to work that hard. <laughs> yeah, they will do it next yeah. week. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so. One other quick question: I've got a Polaris. Four by four that I push snow with, uh-huh. and the dealer that I worked with in Grand Lake went out of business. There was one in Boulder; they're out of business. And I've talked to uh, some Kawasaki people, and they don't want to work on the players because it's hard to get parts. Hmm. The issue I'm having with this is uh, when you shift from uh, low range into reverse, it's real, real hard to shift just physically. And I've looped up all the external. Uh, linkages I could find. You guys are you familiar with those at all? Where you might have a. I I have one, but I've not had that problem. Um, okay. Mine mine seems to shift pretty good. I know the Polaris. There's a Polaris dealer down in Littleton, off the of county line in in Santa Fe. Okay, that's kind of far for me. I know it's on the other side of the road. Maybe you can call them and ask them what they recommend. Yeah, they may have some ideas for you. But I was trying to think oh. about. 
but they they are pretty yeah. nice guys. I know I've talked to them quite a bit about mine and stuff. And oh, okay. Do you happen to know the name of the the company down there? Um, I think it's Grand Prix Motorsports. I think. Grand Prix. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll give them a a, a shot and uh, see what they come up with. Yeah. Yeah. They they yeah they're pretty nice up there. I know that. Um, okay. Uh, the other ones are uh, Vickery Motorsports. They're down in Denver also, yeah. aren't they? Yep. Yeah. And what I, what I side of Denver are they on, do you know? Uh, they're over off of like Arapahoe Road in I-25-ish, if I remember okay. right. That's if I'm still... St- oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's way, way away far away. You. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah just... Or Faye Myers. Faye Myers is the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. Okay. They're off a of Rappa Road. In That's the one I'm thinking. Of. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I got I got my. Everybody's down south. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah, they're south. still pretty yeah. far away. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's still it's a 2010. I plowed a lot of snow with it. But oh. It's amazing how much snow those little things will move. And then, um, so there's uh, one in Fort Collins, uh, 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 Faye Myers in Fort Collins. It says. Oh, okay. Well, that'd be. That'd be a little Those easier. I wouldn't have to deal with uh, going through Denver. Yeah. Faye Myers. Okay. Yeah, Faye Myers and Fort Collins. They're off of Prospect and I-25. Exit 268. Oh, okay, yeah. A wealth of knowledge that the computers side. put out for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, aren't they wonderful? <laughs> yep. And you, can ho- and you can hold it in your hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right, guys. Well, thanks Thank for the information. Sure. All right, Tim. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye. Okay, we got a line open, 303-477-5600. Brad and Wally, hang in there. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Fic- uh, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. <laughs> Most oil changes are the same. Old oil out, new filter, new oil in. It's a routine, a chore on the to-do list. What if your oil change wasn't the same as the rest? What if it was life-changing? BG. A BG oil change can change your life because it comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system, which means a lifetime of peace of mind for you. Find a shop near you at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. BG. No one likes to be that person. You know the one, stuck on the side of the road, busted tire, making everyone slow down to get around them. With Legacy Automotive's new tire sales, you don't have to be that person, ever. Here in our Colorado climate, you might be closer to needing new tires than you think. A bad set of tires can be dangerous and even life-threatening. Tires should be regularly examined for cracks, bulges and blisters, and other signs of wear and tear on your vehicle. The skilled team at Legacy Automotive in Boulder will be able to examine your current set of tires, let you know what they recommend based on what they find, and help you get on the road. Legacy Automotive is a Napa Gold Certified Auto Care Shop and employs ASC Certified Technicians. So don't be that guy. And make an appointment at Legacy Automotive today at 303-396-0555 or visit them online at LegacyAutomotive.com. Legacy Automotive, locally grown auto repair. Hunting down that hard-to-find part for an out-of-the-ordinary car can be quite a time-consuming chore. Unless, of course, you just go around the corner to your local Napa Auto Parts store, where we have over 310,000 parts, all of them made to fit and perform just like the original. Yeah, there are people who say it's the journey and not the destination, but those people have never tried to find an alternator for an 82 Fiat on a Saturday. Go to NapaOnline.com for the location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. 
Arvada West Auto and Truck has been serving all of Western Arvada, Golden, and Wheat Ridge for more than 40 years, and they're proud to keep their customers' vehicles on the road. After starting out as a small gas station, they moved into their current building in 2004 at 11752 West 64th Avenue. Arvada West is a Napa Gold Shop, a designation only a few in the nation receive. And after 40 years of service, Arvada West Auto and Truck achieved the Napa Auto Care Shop of the Year for the Rocky Mountain Division of Napa. They'd be thrilled to welcome you to their family. Stop by or call Arvada West Auto and Truck, 11752 West 64th Avenue, just west of Sims, or call them at 303-422-1065. Okay, we're back. We got three lines. Well, we're full right now, so if you hear one drop off, you can call back in. Let's go right to the phones. We'll go to Brad from Jefferson. How you doing, Brad? Hey, good, guys. How you doing? Good. Very good. Hey, I just want to thank you guys, first of all, for uh, for this program. I mean, it's, it's huge for all of us that can, you know, still work on cars and stuff if, if they're old enough, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, you're welcome. But, uh yeah, I really appreciate the program, and especially you guys being able to fill in and stuff. It's uh, or unless you know you're there usually with John. I all I hear is his voice, and I hear these little voices in the background. I'm like, I know there's more guys there than just him. Yeah, <laughs> you know he he's just so good at it. Yeah, it's hard to jump in. You know, it's like like <laughs> well, if you've worked with him for a long time, yeah, Steve and I know yeah, to jump in and just but, interrupt him. Yes, you but, know, yeah, but so yeah, he's, speak, but he's some so of the new guys it. are kind yeah. of different. Yeah, it's different it, for them. It, 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 is John like the uh, what you call the alpha me- me- mechanic? <laughs> um, uh, alpha pa- personality. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah his he, shoulder. Well, his show during the week is great. Yeah, I mean, yeah I really. So, uh, so. Yeah, it is. Hey, uh, I, I talked to you guys a couple weeks ago uh, about um, struts on a 2009 uh, Toyota Corolla, and these are the front struts. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I did uh, what you guys recommended. Um, you know, I, I, I pushed on the all four fenders. Um, let me tell you, it's also got 175,000 miles on it. Okay. So my dad bought it for my sister. Uh, she took real good care of it. She wasn't hard on the car at all. Um, and I, so I went around the car before we started doing stuff. He's on a fixed income, and I'm going to do the work to save him the money there. But um, everything is tight. I mean, and I was more concerned about the fronts, and the fronts I put, I mean, I can hardly push down on them, and I mean, they just come right back into position, and they're good to go. However, um, the boots, the dust, the rubber dust, I call them dust cover boots that, mm-hmm. you know, cover up that push rod are completely destroyed. You know, one is ripped in half, and it's hanging down. The other one is just completely destroyed. I'm not sure even how that happened. So, oh. yeah, they- oh, go ahead. They they bounce a few times and they crack and and they just disintegrate. But there is a rubber okay. stop in there too. A lot of times. Yeah, and and so I went to Napa and we were debating because it's got 175,000 miles on it, what to do. But make a long story short, uh, we thought let's go ahead and do the struts. And John says, hey, if you do the fronts, do them all the way around, so okay. everything's you know good and even. Now, we did run into a problem, um, and it's the only – I've never run into this at Napa. I'm like, that's where I get my parts from. And uh, it's because it's of the distribution stuff, the particular struts, they were just their basic performer struts. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't get the, – the rears – the guy was honest with me, so I really appreciate that. 
And uh, he says, I really, they're a special order. I said, okay, no problem. And he says, but we've been having some difficulties. He said, you might want to look at some other options. So I did. But here's where we're at. Um, the the KYBs are so much more expensive. Yeah. And I want to, you know, and I want I want to get the whole assembly and just put the whole assembly in because I've got a uh, CB uh, shaft to do also and some other things on that car. While I've got all that stuff apart. Um, so here's my question: If I just did, I mean, the KYBs we're jumping up to like an additional like four hundred dollars to do all four of them. Oh really? Okay. So here's my question: Is it? You know, he's 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 in his 80s. Um, he can still drive, no problem. But he he's very easy on cars, and so we've got that along with the 175,000. Do you guys see a problem with putting, replacing just the fronts with the Performer struts from Napa? The originals on the back. I mean, they're tight. I can you know they're responding well, all that stuff. And he's just going to be driving it around town. Is there any reason why I can't do just the fronts and that car be okay as far as stability, performance, handling, all that stuff? I think so. Yeah. We're both looking at each other going, yeah, I, I, we, we agree. I, I would go with that. And, you know, the, what's the worst that happens if you don't like how it handles, you can always do the rears later. Yeah. It's not like you have to do them yeah. at that moment in time. Okay. And so you're okay. going to do – but you're going to do the whole strut assembly, though, correct? You're going to spring the mount and everything. Yeah, 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 you bet, man. And, and, yeah, and I could, I could have bought. Yeah, definitely. And that's what John was saying. Last two weeks ago, you guys said, "Hey, don't don't mess with trying to take those things apart and compress those springs, all yeah. that stuff." Just, oh, yeah. you know, and for a hundred, yeah, they're like one hundred forty-four dollars lifetime warranty. I mm-hmm. thought there's no way I'm going to mess with those yeah. with those springs, you know. So, um, hey, one more question for you. I could, I Napa does have, and I could get just the the dust boot covers for them. I guess that's what you call them, but they call them the, the bumper boot cover, basically. Okay. Like yeah, rubber stops. Bumper yeah. In there. Exactly. Except for what I started thinking about was I thought, you know what, with the 175000 I'm almost sure these, the, these are the originals. I mean, I was looking at there's sure. no markings on any bolts, that, you know, where they've been taken off before, nothing. I thought at 175000 if we if I did just the, the, the boots on it, because that's all it needs, um, and when, when, if one of those failed, then I'm going back and having to redo the whole job again. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, does, does all that make sense? I'm really. Yeah. No. I, no. I think I think you should, I would do this, but yeah, I'd do the same. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I like I like what you're th- thinking about. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Hey man, I was, I so appreciate you sure. guys being available. Hey, you're you're kind of like that that extra tool in the toolbox. Oh yeah, got <laughs> I like that. Oh, awesome. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, it's, it's you guys are great. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, thanks, thanks Brad. Thank, thank you for calling. All right. With that, we got another line open. But let's go to Wally from Littleton. How you doing, Wally? Hey guys, how are you? Good. So I just want to make a quick comment. The guy that called in about three calls ago uh, about his F two fifty and leveling it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I have a nineteen Super Duty, and I just did a two inch spacer, and it leveled it just perfectly. Oh, cool. And those those trucks are so tall from the factory, unless you just really want to spend all that. I agree with you guys. Once you put the lift kit on it, then you want wheels and tires. <laughs> and mine is an XL model, so I just had factory 17 steel wheels, and I put on a set of factory 20-inch and uh, the polished aluminum, and they look great with the 2-inch because uh, they just put the spacer in, and then I did a, a better shock, uh, brand new, uh, when I did that. And um, um, I'm trying to remember the name of the shock. 
but that that was all I did, and it just gave it a perfect level. Oh, good. So, well, I hope he's listening. Yeah. I, so, I don't remember who that was, but it's okay. <laughs> so, okay, right. you guys have a great day. Yeah, thank right. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. All right. With that, we got two lines open, um, 303-477-5600. Let's go to Jerry from Lakewood. How are you doing, Jerry? Jerry, you there? Yes. How you doing? Good. Got a question on the replacing the warranty shops from Napa lifetime warranty. How does that procedure go? Do you have to take them off and buy new ones, then come back, or did you put them on, or did you have a shop put them on? Shop did. I'd uh, go back to that shop. Yeah, go back to that shop. I don't want to go back to that shop. Oh, okay, <laughs> cool. That's right. Um, well, if you have so your you receipt, yeah, you have your receipt, and does it list that yeah. part on the receipt and everything? Uh, of course, yes. Okay. Well, you can go to another Napa shop. You can go to another Napa shop. I'm not sure how they're going to reimburse labor, but I would let them figure that out. Yeah. Well, the dog phone and labor, just the parts, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, if you're just looking for the parts, that's pretty easy. Most well, of I would only have the shop invoice. wouldn't have the... Well, if it's the part numbers on there, they'll look into that and see. Gotcha. Yeah, it should be on there. If uh, yeah, and if you need help, if you want to, you know, if you want to email me that receipt, I can look at it and see how available and make sure it is a Napa part. I really don't mind doing that. Okay, the other issue is on a '91 F-150 with a five-eight or a three-fifty-one injected. The uh, high idles up to around twelve hundred or higher, regardless of the temperature. It's a, it's a 91? Correct. Um, they, and, and have you uh, looked to see if there was a vacuum hose or anything broken on that intake? Because they seem to do that. Uh, really. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. I'm sorry, you, you didn't you didn't see here one or see one? That's, a, that's the most common item. Yes, they, they have yeah. a, like this little tree of vacuum hoses on yeah. one side, yeah. and they tend to break really easy until they'll they'll have a little crack in it and then it'll crease crease the idle up on you make like a hissing sound that's the first thing i think of and then obviously after that it would be like an idle um control valve idle control valve something like that sticking a little bit get a little gum it could be an intake leak yeah uh, uh you might have to clean the intake uh the intake idle control valve maybe clean the intake if it's not one of those vacuum leaks but it's a it's a somewhat common thing on those you just spray some uh Carb cleaner around? Uh, yeah, some carb cleaner if you can get that uh, hose off there and maybe get around to the inside of where that uh, area, uh, that uh, idle control valve is. And that and that motor could be just bad, too. That motor might have just gotten stuck. Yeah. But uh, those are the first couple of things I would do. Where's that control valve at? It's right there, right by the hose, where the ho- intake hose comes in from the air cleaner. Is it a replacement part or clean it? Or? I would clean it first. Because yeah. you know, being a 91, it's probably gummed up. Yeah, you know, just being older, I would try to clean it, see if that'll help it. And if it doesn't work, then you might be li- replacing it. But you may want to have some diagnosing before you start replacing yeah. parts. Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure if you clean that carbon uh, canister. Um, you really can't clean the carbon canister. There might be a filter on the bottom. I don't remember. Yeah, it was not. That's not a normal serviceable thing. Yeah, you just replace it, but that wouldn't cause it. That shouldn't shouldn't cause it, but it could. I mean, that's why diagnosing would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you much. All right. right. Um. Let's go to Cheryl from Loveland. How you doing, Cheryl? 
Good. Quick question, um, kind of unusual. My son is 27. He has a, a automotive degree from Front Range and has been an auto mechanic for seven years at a couple of dealerships and wants mm-hmm. to do something different but doesn't know what he wants to do. Do you have any suggestions? I think before he gives up on the automotive, don't go go to an independent. That's just a go to an independent in an independent auto shop. I think I think the way the dealerships treat the mechanics and technicians is, really is not is, is different. It is not as good as what we do in our industry as far as independent. Yeah, um, we appreciate them. Yeah, and so and yeah. and they're not and they're tr- they're treated like family. Yeah, and uh, but you know as far as. Under other industries, there's there's a lot of stuff that the skills are really being looked for. I, I know, uh, I think uh, even like Lockheed Martin was hiring some of them and and stuff just because, the you know as as a technician you have a lot of really good skills, yeah. um, that are transferable to a lot of other industries. Um, but oh. it, I, but I, I I'm sad to hear somebody getting out of the industry, you know, uh, um, just because and and when they've been at a dealership it's, it's not the same. So what kind of dealership was he working at? Um, it was a Buick GMC, and now it's a Ford. Ford, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd love to talk to him. So <laughs> you're more than welcome to have him give me a call. I'd give him some advice. I also know of some independent shops that are up in Loveland and in Fort Collins that I know are are good places to work. Cheryl, if you want, we'll give. Uh, I'll have Larry grab you here and and give you. If you can give him his number, Steve can call you. Okay, okay that'd be great. Okay, perfect. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. With that, we're going to take a break. We're at the top of the hour, so you're listening to Drive Radio on KLZ 560.